It's game time on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now from the Alan Samuels Studios, here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Ryan Fox. TGIF. Good morning. It is Friday, January the twentieth. January the twentieth. Ryan. January the twentieth. Wow. Already. Yes. Already. Already. Feels like we were just getting ready for Christmas two weeks ago. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Ward White's Ryan Fox along with you here on this Friday morning. One step closer to the weekend. Do you look at it one step closer to the weekend, or do you consider the weekends here when you get to Friday? Um, I, I wake up on Friday mornings usually in a good mood because, like, hey, it's Friday. You know, the the weekend. I'm in a good mood because it's Friday, but I don't think the weekend really begins till five o'clock. Exactly. Okay. Fair enough. I'm sure there's lots of folks driving to work right now saying the same thing. Yes. Not here yet, dummy. It's almost there. <laughs> uh, still feel like snow's on the way. Looking at the forecast, no, but okay. My intuition is still telling me February, Ward. I I think. I really think Stephanie was looking at. Somewhere in, I don't know. Illinois. Illinois, Nebraska. Did you see where Nebraska got 13.9 inches of snow overnight? Send some of that our way. Yes. They don't need a whole foot of snow. Some people are cringing when you say that, but yes, I I am a fan of the snow. Love it. And do you just want a little snow on the ground or you want to be snowed in like Steph? In the middle. I mean, I don't want to be necessarily snowed in, but I want to have enough to where you could go out and build snowman. And throw snowballs at your little brother and stuff. <laughs> you like to play in the snow still. Oh, yeah. Uh, you and Coco. She likes to play in the snow as well. Lots of movement in the NFL, Ryan, as Minnesota Vikings announced firing of their defensive coordinator, Dontel. Also, did you see what the Buccaneers did? Wow. Buccaneers fire offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich. Kind of knew that was coming. Yeah. Because they've been talking about that hasn't been a very good relationship maybe all year long, at least midway through the season. But then they also say, yeah, that's not going to be enough. So they fire eight more coaches on the coaching staff at Tampa Bay. Does that make you feel better or worse about Tom Brady coming back to Tampa Bay? Uh, A lot worse because it sounds like um, they're cleaning house and just going straight rebuild mode. So that them just getting having that much of a turnout or just releasing that many coaches makes me really think that Tom Brady's not coming back. I I tend to agree with you. I don't know that Tom Brady would look at it and go, "Okay, we've got a whole new coaching staff. Things are going to change immensely." Yeah, let me do something else here. Yeah. Do you have a strong feeling that he's in another uniform or he's donning a headset next year? Uh, I think he still has the desire to play. I, I still think he does. It, it's something he's going to have to think about, and Aaron Rodgers is in that same situation. But th- there's te- there's going to be teams calling for Tom Brady. There's no doubt about it. There's a report that the Seahawks are going to be going hard to try to go get him to come to Seattle. Mm-hmm. Maybe they feel like they're just a quarterback away. Who knows? And then we've talked about it all week. The Raiders, that could be a potential landing spot. 
there's a lot of things for Tom Brady to consider, whether it's a different team situation or the fact that he wants, if he even wants to still play football, if he's like, hey, maybe it's time, maybe I do need to just go up in that. I got all that money waiting for me for in the Fox TV booth. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things for him to consider, but I personally see him playing next year, just just not in Tampa. I could see it. I I think he still has a desire to play. Um, I. I, mean, I know I, went, I know we talked to Q earlier this week, and he wasn't really over the top about Tom Brady landing in Vegas, especially after the performance in the wild card game against the Cowboys. But I I still kind of think that that might be a landing spot for Tom Brady. Yeah, I, I agree as well. And, I mean, he can still play. There's no doubt about that. He threw for over 5,000 yards this year. Mm-hmm. And almost thirty touchdowns. I mean, he could, the man can still play, especially you know considering the offensive struggles that the team had. He's still able to put up numbers like that. He he still can play at the highest possible level, despite his age and everything. I mean, he literally ages like wine. Like he's in his mid forties, and he can still throw the football around. And he's a great decision maker. He's just the savvy veteran. I think he could still play at a very very high level, regardless of where he goes. Yeah, um, I agree. I, I, I think he's – and maybe he still feels like that there's something in the tank. Now, it's just going to be mentally where is he at more than anything else. Physically, I think he's he's fine. Yeah. I think he can play, uh, especially if he gets somewhere. He's going to have to go somewhere where he can be protected. He can't, he can't be back there with defenses in his face all the time. He just – I mean, it's nobody can do that, and I don't think a forty-six-year-old is what he'll be next year. Quarterback can certainly do that, even though he is the goat. Yeah, and he's certainly with his age, just not. I mean, he was never really that mobile in the first place, but especially now, mm-hmm. like if if he's getting pressure every play, the likelihood of him escaping the pocket and get and evading pressure, it's just, it's just not. It's not going to happen, at least on at a, on a cons- consistent basis. No, I, I agree 100%. From the 254 on the CNC Collision Center text line, 662-1660, if you'd like to chime in anytime during the show today. High school baseball begins today. Yay. Yeah, I, I drive driving by uh, old Whitney High School sometimes. I see the lights on. They're practicing and everything. So I love love seeing baseball season getting started up. I'm, I'm ready for it to get going. And also, good morning, gentlemen, from the 903 out of the NFL playoff games this weekend. Which game has the potential to be the most one-sided and why? I think That's Can- a great question. Out of all the divisional round games, I think Kansas City-Jacksonville. Yes, I, I have to agree. I, I want to say... I want to say Philadelphia and New York, but I I don't know. New how, York how, has has an opportunity. Yeah. They're 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 peaking right now. And how one sided was it the first two times Philly and New York played? Yeah, we'd have to see that. Um, I I'll go with Kansas City and Jacksonville, and the reason why, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, the got, bottom the, line, you got the best best player on the field. I, I think that he yeah. he is that much better. Um, and I, I, I don't know that 
I, I think Jacksonville has a good defense, but I just think Patrick Mahomes is on another level right now, and he's playing very, very well. So I'll go with go with that. Um, I don't know. I'm excited about the divisional rounds. We'll get our picks in the next segment. It's a. It was a pretty different. The first two times that the Eagles and the Giants played, the first time they played was back on December 11th, and it was at New York, and the Eagles won 48-22. Mm-hmm. But then they played to close out the season in Week 18, and the Eagles won again. It was 22-16, however. So okay. That the last time they played, I guess that would have been two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. It was a bit more competitive. We'll just have to see. That was at without Jalen Hurts, too. Did, did he not play in Week 18? I thought he came back in Week 18. Did he? Did he? I th- I thought so. Okay, I can check. That. My bad. Yeah, I think he did. I think he did. But it, it was that was his first week back, right? Yeah, that, I mean he'd been out for a few weeks. So either way, he wasn't quite on track. Maybe. So I think- he he did play that game. He played. Uh, he went twenty for thirty five, two hundred twenty nine, two hundred twenty nine yards, no touchdowns, one pick. There you go. But that was his first game back in like three weeks. So. Yes. So that may have had something to do with it. And he's had an extra few weeks to prepare and rest up. So I think Jalen Hurts will be back to the level he was playing at for most of the season. Maybe. Maybe. You never know. You still, you still could have that rust there. You could. Uh, Baylor gets another quarterback in the transfer portal, former Northern Arizona quarterback R.J. Martinez announces he's joining the Bears after throwing – the second most passing yards in the big sky in 2022. He began his collegiate career with the Lumberjacks in 2021 and was named Big Sky Freshman of the Year after a standout freshman season, throwing for 1,713 yards and 14 touchdowns. So adding another quarterback to that quarterback room for the Baylor Bears, does that open up the quarterback competition in the spring? You'd hope so. you hope that – that it, it it brings a sense of urgency to the other guys coming in, Blake Shapin and then Sawyer Robinson, the, mm-hmm. the quarterback they just got from Mississippi State. I think it'll be a great QB battle because where things stand right now, I think Blake Shapin is the guy, obviously, but it, no no spot secure. Like these two guys could come in and just absolutely light it up and, and camp and spring ball and everything. So it'll be I think it'll be a fun fun thing to keep up with this this three way battle here. I do too, and I think it's good for your team as well because I'm always from the old school perspective that there's no better competition than internal competition, and it makes you better on every uh, every day you go out. And look, you you don't improve on Saturdays; you improve Monday through Thursday, and so you know that gives you an opportunity to have that competition in that quarterback room. We'll have to see how it unfolds in the spring. Also, a familiar name to Big 12 fans, Spencer Sanders, former Oklahoma State quarterback. Uh, He is heading to the SEC, and some folks thought he was going to announce that he was going to be playing at Auburn, but yesterday it was the Rebels of Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin who landed Spencer Sanders as – Remember last year, he hurt his shoulder, missed a couple of games, and never was really right after that. But he is going to play for Lane Kiffin 
and Ole Miss. Big pickup for Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin. You think that's a good landing spot for Sanders? I do. I think that that offense fits him pretty well. I agree. Uh, I think he's going to thrive in that in that type of offense. It'll, you know, it's also going to. How does that shoulder heal? And where is he at in the spring? We'll we'll know more about that uh, coming up in the spring as well. But I I do think that that's a probably a pretty good landing spot for him. So lots of movement in the transfer portal, and it is official. Yesterday afternoon, Sonny Dykes announced, which we knew it was pretty much official anyway. But Kendall Browse is the new offensive coordinator at TCU, taking over the reins after Garrett Riley leaves and goes to Clemson. They fill that spot with Kendall Browse. I think from an X's and O's standpoint, I think the TCU offense is going to adjust really, really nicely to Coach Browse's scheme. I think it's going to be just as explosive and high-flying as it was this past season. I think it's a great hire for the Horn Frogs. I, I think they I think they nailed it. I mean, I, I yeah. you know, there's not going to be a – there's going to be some changes. It may be a little bit faster with Bryles. Uh, maybe, more up-tempo. Yeah, more up-tempo, maybe a little bit more wide open. Uh, but I, I do think it's similar to what they've run in the past, the one year that Garrett Riley was there. So that transition, it won't be seamless, but it'll be less evasive. Uh for the players as as they go through. So how about Gonzaga in their 76-game home win streak going down last night? Surprise you? Uh, Yeah, I, especially with – I mean, the team they lost to, Loyola Marymount, they're a really good basketball program. They're, I mean, they're not premier, they're not top of the elite, but they're, they're consistently very, very good basketball program. So it's not – it's not a surprise in the sense that who they got beat by because it's a good basketball school, but it's just that last 76 games. And then, I mean, it had to end eventually. But it, it, yeah. Huge win for Loyola Mar- Marymount. That was that, a great, great win. That is a big win for them and a, a big loss for Gonzaga. I mean, you're right. It, it, it does come to an end for everybody yeah. at some point. But, boy, that's a long streak. Man. That's an extremely long streak. Speaking of basketball, Big 12 basketball coming up this weekend. And, well, there's some good matchups coming up this weekend uh, in men's Big 12 basketball. We'll visit with Justin Martinez from the Oklahoma about the Bears and Oklahoma. The Bears on the road trying to keep that winning streak going as they'll travel to Norman and take on the Sooners at 3 o'clock. And you can hear that game right here on ESPN Central Texas. But TCU at Kansas the early game coming up tomorrow, and for the Frogs, that's a big one is Kansas coming off of that loss to Kansas State at Kansas State. Now they'll host TCU. Do you really want to be the Frogs? <laughs> You're going to probably get the, the turnaround game. But I think look, TCU's a good basketball team themselves. I mean, everyone's good in the Big 12. We, we, beat, we beat the heck out of that drum all week. But I think it'll be a good game. But, yeah, they're going to get a – they're gonna get a PO'd Kansas team, that's for sure. TCU is. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure you want to be the Horn Frogs going into yeah. into that field house uh, with a Kansas team coming off a loss to their They're, in-state rival. Yeah, that's that's not gonna be not gonna be very welcoming to say the least. Texas Tech looking for their first victory in the Big Twelve. 
and they're probably not going to get it as they travel up to Kansas State to take on the Wildcats at 1 o'clock in Manhattan. I, I don't know what's going on with the Red Raiders. We talked a little bit about them uh, yesterday or day before yesterday. It, they're I, more than any other team in the Big 12 right now, and this is just not a Red Raider talking, they need a win in the Big 12 in a bad way. They just, if nothing else, to kind of stabilize things because they're on a slide in a big way. And going into Kansas State after that big win over Kansas is kind of the same thing for the Red Raiders. It's going to be very tough. And that's a tough atmosphere. Jerome Tain's got that atmosphere rocking for the Wildcats right now. Will Kansas State be coming off that emotional high of beating their in-state rival, a team that they don't consistently beat? That's another thing to consider as well. Yeah, that might give give them a little bit. They're going to have to, if the Red Raiders want to get a win at Kansas State, they're going to have to come out firing and be hot and be able to keep that consistent through the ball game. I just don't know if that's possible for the Red Raiders right now. Iowa State at Oklahoma State, another 1 o'clock tip-off in the Big 12 coming up uh, tomorrow. And then we mentioned the Baylor-Texas game at 3, and then at 5 o'clock, Texas at West Virginia. And West Virginia fired up after their big win to get them off the slide and get their first win in the Big 12 earlier in the week, beating TCU 74-65. to But uh, the Horns have an opportunity to, to – and they're also coming off that loss on Tuesday night to Iowa State. So, good matchup between Texas and West Virginia, but I expect the Horns to go in there and, and take care of business. And then you turn right back around, and the quick turnaround for Big Monday, you got Kansas right here in Waco at the Farrell Center as the Jayhawks come in and take on the Bears 8 o'clock on Monday night. That's a short turnaround for both teams uh, and – for the Bears, luckily it'll be at home in the Farrell Center. Yeah, but again, they haven't won every game at home, you know. But if to get a key home victory against one again one of the teams that's in front of you, Kansas, you know, one of the top teams in the conference, that would be an unbelievable win. Well, we've said all along through this win streak that they're on right now in yep. the Big Twelve. All you can do is just keep chipping away at it. Yep, and they got to continue to chip away in Norman tomorrow afternoon and then get home get a get a probably a walk around in on on Sunday and then turn back around and continue to chip away at at the Jayhawks I mean they can continue to climb that ladder and it'll be interesting to see how quickly they can turn around but they'll have to take care of Oklahoma first they cannot go into Norman and say all right let's just get this over with so we can get back to the Farrell Center and host Kansas that could spell problems for anybody in the Big 12. So they've got to go on the road and try to steal one against the Sooners. Yeah, and you, can, you can't overlook anyone regardless of who you're playing or where you're playing them at. Like That's a, that's a recipe to get yourself beat. If you're, if you're just looking ahead to the next game, you've got to focus on the here and now, especially in, in this conference and being on the road uh, at Oklahoma. Yeah, just got to stay focused on the Sooners this week and get, it, get a win because – you, 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 like you said, you want to keep chipping away, keep climbing that proverbial ladder up to the top of the mm -hmm. Big 12, and every game counts. The CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660, our question of the day. If somehow the Cowboys beat San Francisco 
and they turn around and either host the Giants or go on the road to Philly and get that done and go to the Super Bowl in Arizona and somehow emerge victorious in the Super Bowl. All right? All those things have to happen. That's a lot, right? Yeah. That, that's a lot. Starting this weekend, that's a lot to ask. If they do that, we've said Dak Prescott is not an elite quarterback. If Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys somehow find a way to go in and make their way to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl, does that vault Dak Prescott into elite status as a quarterback in the NFL? It's a great question. That is a great question. Is Dak an elite quarterback if somehow he wills this team into a Super Bowl win? Heck, if he even gets them to the Super Bowl, does that make him an elite quarterback? Or does he have to win the Super Bowl to get in that rare air? I think if he makes it, he, he could be considered elite. I, I personally Just getting to the Super Bowl I puts think him so. in elite status. I think so. I think he has to win it. Yeah, and that's that, that's... That's perfectly fair. I, I understand that. And and I'm still not sure he's an elite quarterback, even if he wins it. I guess it just depends on how he performs. Because there's a couple ways you could look at it. You could say if they make it with these low-scoring games where the defense keeps him in it and then Dak, you know. Just doesn't wreck the bus. Yeah. Yeah. If he just they score like 17 to 20 points and are able to win because of the defense, keeping them in the game, keeping the other team's offense at bay, then, yeah, you could probably say it. He's not elite, but if he goes out there and if he plays every game throughout the playoffs like he did on Monday night, you know, four or five touchdowns, no turnovers, if he's able to play at that level with that decision-making and uh, that accuracy and just the, just the way he played overall Monday night, if he's able to put games, consecutive games like that throughout the playoffs and win the championship, I think he would be elite. All right. There's your question of the day. Let us know what you think. 254-662-1660. If Dak Prescott gets the Cowboys to the Super Bowl and wins the Super Bowl or just gets them there, your opinion, does that put him in rare air as an elite quarterback uh, for the Dallas Cowboys? It is 22 minutes past the hour of 7 o'clock. Coming up next, speaking of the Cowboys and the playoffs, the divisional rounds, we'll do our picks for the games coming up this week. We'll see what Ryan thinks and tell you what I think about the games coming up on tomorrow and Sunday, a full weekend of NFL football coming up this weekend. But our picks are next here on Game Time. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. I don't think the reporter did anything wrong other than just wasn't really clear. And what Gundy loves to do, and he's been doing it for years, he likes to appear, you know, here I am, I've got my coaches back, and he likes to embarrass people and belittle people. Some people might want to call that bullying. I just call it being a jerk. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Jenna's on the phone. She's looking at me like I'm crazy. Okay, you know I'm supposed to have good. your phone on in here. Thanks. Bye. Yep, see, it's going off. Say hi, Jana. Hi, everybody. It's Jana from from uh, Advanced. Yeah, we're Advanced. Advanced House Leveling. House Leveling. Foundation she repair. didn't turn her phone off. She didn't I turn didn't. her phone off. It's the first time. But you can call us at 254-235-4922 and tell her, turn your phone off next time, Jana. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. That was my echo, echo, echo. <laughs> Let's see how stupid that one sounds. 
How Payne turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato, and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I want to take you to the Good Feet store. Where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my Good Feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how Arch Supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at syntechsportsfan.com. At Glass Doctor, our trained specialists are experts at fixing foggy and cracked glass, leaving any residential window looking like new without replacing the entire window. Bring back the view of any window with Glass Doctor. Visit glassdoctor.com to request a free estimate on repairing your foggy or cracked windows. Let Glass Doctor bring back your view. Call the Glass Doctor, we'll fix your paint. Oh, yeah. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas, and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Voss. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Looking for a great job with great pay and awesome benefits? Genco FCU is hiring. As a longtime Waco employer, Genco focuses on what matters most in our employees' lives, like pay incentives, bonuses, benefits, 401k plans, paid time off, advancement opportunities, medical, prescription, dental, and vision insurance, as well as short and long-term disability. Come join our incredible team today and make Genco your career that will work for you. Apply at GencoFCU.org or at any branch location. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco is Waco's newest speed shop. Looking for hot rod parts? SoCal Speed Shop in Waco has unbeatable prices. Check out their showroom located at 321 6th Street, just two minutes away from the silos. You'll find t-shirts, memorabilia, collectible decals, and more. SoCal Speed Shop in Waco, a retail merchandise and speed shop for anyone who wants to go fast and look good doing it. SoCal Speed Shop in downtown Waco. Stop by or check them out online at SoCalWaco.com. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Keep up with the NFL playoffs on ESPN Central Texas. And welcome back to game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Ward White's Ryan Fox along with you. 27 minutes past the hour of 7 o'clock. 
From the CNC Collision Center text line, we asked, does uh, a Super Bowl win put Dak Prescott in elite status? And from Football Junkie, if you base elite status off Super Bowl wins, does that make Eli Manning better than Dak? I don't think either are elite, but both are solid franchise quarterbacks. That's fair enough. I I agree with that. Because there are a lot of people that say Eli Manning shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Do you think he should? Absolutely. I agree. 100%. 100%. You don't I mean, win two, two, two Super Bowls, Bowls again, both against Tom Brady as well? Yeah, Come you, on. You don't win those and, and not get into the Hall of Fame. I agree. So I, I, I think Eli is a better quarterback than Dak. Uh, overall, I agree. Yeah. I agree. But he's also pretty comical on the Monday night those Manning, those, those Manning casts are great. <laughs> All right, let's get to our picks for this week in the division round. Ten and eight Jacksonville at Kansas City, fourteen and three. Jags are an eight and a half point dog. Oof. Yeah, but this is a this is a resilient football team. We saw Saturday fell twenty seven nothing, came back and won. So yeah. they're a resilient football team and. They're good. That they started off really, really slow, but they over the past month and a half, two months, they've been playing really, really good football. But then again, you're at Kansas City. You're going against Patrick Mahomes. I think the Chiefs cruise here. All right, I'm going with the Chiefs as well. Uh, the late game on Saturday, it'll be the ten and seven and one New York Giants taking on the fourteen and three Philadelphia Eagles on Saturday night. And the Giants are a seven-and-a-half-point dog. Third time's the charm here. Eagles have already beaten them twice, but the last time they played back in Week 18 with Jalen Hurts' return, it was a six-point game. And the Giants are playing really, really good football right there. So the question for me here is, that will that rust be there for Jalen Hurts, or will the extra week of rest and preparation benefit him? Mm-hmm. That's the question for me. But I think the Eagles coming back, they'll be at home. They've already beaten this team twice. I'll take the Eagles at home. Does the full season account for anything, or is it who's hot right now? And who's hot right now the Giants. is the New York Giants. Absolutely. And so I I, I want to say the Giants, but I'm going to have to go with Philadelphia at home. I'm going to play safe there. But that would be best-case scenario if the Giants win and the Cowboys win, the Cowboys hosting the NFC Championship. That would be huge. It would make you happy, wouldn't it? Yeah, very happy. <laughs> Be a very happy camper. All right. On Sunday, 13 and 4, Cincinnati taking on 14 and 3, Buffalo, 2 o'clock kickoff. And the Bengals are a five and a half point favorite. Yeah, I'm going to take Cincinnati on the road here. Maybe the best team in, in the tournament right now, in I my opinion. So. Uh, I just I don't know if Joe Burrow is not as good or right there playing as well as Patrick Mahomes. Um, that matchup that I think is coming down the line should be fun. I think this game comes down to defense because I think the Bengals, I think both offenses are really, really good. That's obvious. But I think the Bengals have a, a slight advantage defensively because the, the Bills gave up 31 points to Skylar Thompson last week. Okay. So I'll, I'll take Cincinnati here. I'm taking Cincinnati as well. And the 13-5 and five Dallas Cowboys and the 14-4 and four San Francisco 49ers. And the Cowboys are a three and a half point dog in San Francisco. 
a 5.30 kickoff from Levi Stadium. You can hear it all right here on ESPN Central Texas. Ryan, I'm a Cowboy fan, where are you going? Uh, I'm torn here. Now the fan in me, well, I first off, let me just say, I am picking the Cowboys, but I am kind of torn because my intuition is telling me, it's not really telling me anything. Usually my intuition's right, Ward. Oh, it, it, it's right. it's almost always right. So almost always right. Uh, yeah, my intuition never fails me. But my intuition is not telling me anything. I don't know who's going to win. It, it's 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 tough. The key for me here for Dallas, the main thing they have to do, if they if they want to win this football game, they have to pressure Brock Purdy all day long. They got to keep him uncomfortable in the pocket, make him scramble, try to extend plays. Because I mean the Cowboys. That that pass rush against Tampa Bay last week, it was phenomenal. If they're able to have a repeat performance of that and the secondary is able to step up uh, with those young players that they have, and because that San Francisco offense has a lot of weapons. You know, they have McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, George George Kittle, one of the top tight ends in the entire league. And we're not, we haven't even started talking about San Francisco's defense yet. They might have the best defense in the league. Mm-hmm. So that'll be... You're going Cowboys. I am going Cowboys. All right. Lots of good reasons. Um, yeah, for me, I playoff experience counts. Yeah. Um, what you were able to do consistently throughout the season. I know it's Cinderella for Brock Purdy, but the home field does mean something. Mm-hmm. I'm going 49ers. I think the 49ers get it done. I'm still torn. Still Hopefully torn. my intuition reveals the answer prior to Sunday evening. From the 254, honestly, to get elite status, he needs more years in playoffs and playoff wins and or MVP if he gets elite status when you put uh, Brad Johnson, Trent Dilfer, Nick Foles, et cetera, one-hit wonders. And I agree with that. I, I, I don't – for me, I don't think it is elite status going and winning one Super Bowl – um, even with the talent that's around him, that's fair right now. Um, but again, it's something that hasn't been done around here in a very, very long time. So, uh, there, there will be some that that put him on that shelf. That's our question of the day: two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Does a Super Bowl win put one Dak Prescott in elite quarterback status? Bears on the road taking on the Sooners coming up tomorrow. You can hear that game right here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up next, Justin Martinez from the Oklahoman will uh, break that one down. Coming up next on Game Time. One with the Cowboys playoff report, I'm Christy Scales. Sunday's divisional round playoff game at the 49ers features Dak Prescott going against the NFL's best defense. He gives you a scouting report right after this. Two icons, one night, Billy Joel, Stevie Nicks. AT&T Stadium, Saturday, April 8th. Tickets on sale now at SeatGeek.com. Live together in Arlington, Texas for the first time ever. Don't miss Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah's savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. 
AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. In Sunday's Cowboys 49ers divisional round game, quarterback Dak Prescott goes up against the NFL's best defense, which allows the fewest points, the fewest yards, second fewest rushing yards, and has the highest turnover differential. Dak says it's no surprise the 49er defense, which features three first-team All-Pros, allows just 16 points per game. Obviously, starting off with, uh, with Bosa and Armstead, just understanding uh, when those guys get pressured, allows uh, Warner to run and just um, the rest of those guys, and th- that's where there's defense starts. So we got to do a great job of, of blocking them first, allowing our guys to go make plays and getting our backs on the second level. The Cowboys offense averages just over 27 points per game, so something's got to give Sunday afternoon when these two teams kick off at 530 Central. Enjoy the game, everyone. That's today's Cowboys playoff report. I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Listen to the John Moore Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Attention farmers and ranchers, you want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animal supplies to you and take the worry out cost-effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254. 883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. The divisional round of the NFL postseason gets underway tomorrow with two games. Kansas City hosts Jacksonville at 3.30 and the Giants visit the Eagles at 7.15. 
Scott Drew takes his Baylor basketball team on the road to Oklahoma tomorrow. That game gets underway at 3 o'clock, and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Both the MCC men and women are on the road Saturday at Collin. The High Lassies look to extend their 15-game winning streak, while the Highlanders hope to recover from their first conference loss. The PGA Tour is in California for the American Express. Davis Thompson shot a 62 in yesterday's first round to lead by two strokes over John Rahm and four other golfers. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Keep up with Big 12 hoops on your flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. And welcome back to game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Warden White's Ryan Fox along with you here on this TGIF. Joining us now, Justin Martinez from the Oklahoma talking Sooners and Bears coming up tomorrow. And you can hear that game right here on ESPN Central Texas. Justin, good morning. Thanks for taking some time out and joining us this morning. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hope you're having a good one so far. OU blows a lead to Oklahoma State and then gets blown out 72 to 56. And does that linger on the Sooners? And is that something that they can just wad up and throw in the trash can and get behind them since that is their rival? Yeah, they've talked a lot about being able to just put those losses in the bank and just move forward. And that's something you got to do in this conference, you know, where every single game is a game against a really good team. So, you know, they're going to have to just kind of put it behind them and and focus because here comes Baylor on the road. So that's kind of been their mentality um, throughout conference play this season is just to move on to the next one. What does this offense run through for the Sooners? The offense definitely runs through um, Grant Sherfield. You know, he's he's shooting about 30% of their shots this season, um, which only two OU players in the past decade have shot a higher percentage. That's Trey Young and Buddy Heels. That lets you know just how important this guy is in their offense. Um, I mean, he's their main facilitator. He's got a great mid-range game. He can get to the rim, and he's also shooting 44% from deep. Um, so he's definitely their three-level scorer and their their main source of their offense. When you look at two and four in conference play, but this conference is, is so contested and so parallel they're they're nowhere near in a mode of must win or panic at this point, but they need to start piling up some wins, don't they? Yeah, for sure. You know, they've pretty much been on the bubble um, just in terms of NCAA tournament projections this season. I think Joe Lenardi's recent one yesterday has them as the last team to make the cut. And obviously it is early, like you say, but these are, these are resume wins in conference play. You know, Baylor's a great example of that. They got TCU after that, Alabama. Um, these are all ranked opponents that, you know, if they're able to get any of these wins, I think it would really come a long way or go a long way um, when it comes to deciding which teams make the cut in March. What has been the biggest hurdle for this team so far this year? They've got a few things. I think a big thing is they don't um, get many second chance opportunities. You know, they're ranked 339th in the nation in offensive rebound percentage. So they don't get a lot of second chance opportunities. Um, they also turn the ball over quite a bit. Um, they can just go through some tough stretches, you know, where where they just they just go on some droughts and and yeah, closing out games. If it gets close down the stretch, um, they've had some problems. You know, they've lost close ones to Texas by one point, Iowa State by three, uh, Kansas by four. Um, so yeah, it's just going to come down to just focusing on the details down the stretch, and because obviously it's going to be close against all of these Big Twelve teams. Um, so they just need to know how to close these games out better. What is the depth like for the Sooners this year so far? Yeah, you know, they've gotten some really good minutes um, as of late from their sophomore guards off the bench, C.J. Nolan and Bijan Cortez. Um, 
you know, Nolan is a former um, freshman team, all big 12 freshman team last season, Cortez uh, in state kids. So they've been really good for them. Um, and then Sam Godwin, a walk on forward from Wofford, also an Ada native. So uh, native to Oklahoma has really been given some good minutes. He's a great offensive rebounder, really efficient when he does shoot the ball. So that's been their main uh, source of production off the bench so far. What do the Sooners have to do to protect their home floor coming up tomorrow afternoon? Yeah, you know, I think a big thing is is controlling that glass. You know, Baylor is 11th in the nation in offensive rebound percentage, so kind of the opposite of what OU's going through this season. They get a lot of second second chance opportunities, so he's going to have to limit that. Um, and it's just a really efficient Baylor offense, you know, so they're not a team that's going to beat themselves too much, so you definitely can't kill itself with turnovers or anything like that, any careless mistakes. You're just going to have to play clean basketball and finish down the stretch. Is this a is this a game that they feel like that, look, anytime you're on your home floor, you have to protect it, and it would be huge for them to be able to do that at home, but even if they don't, there's still a lot of basketball to be played, right? Yeah, you know, and like they've brought it up multiple times is that the good thing about this schedule really depends how you look at it. You can look at it as, oh, every game's so difficult, but you can also view it as every game is an opportunity to make a statement and to get a resume win. So, yeah, a win against Baylor would be would be huge. That'd definitely be something that they could put, you know, under their belt when it comes to um, decision time in March. But like I said, they got TCU after that. Alabama, they're going to get another shot at Oklahoma State. I mean, the schedule is just loaded with opportunities to make a statement. So that's definitely got to be something they can view as something in their favor. Justin, is this the best conference in in the country? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, I mean, this is a conference where, you know, every single team is competing to make the NCAA tournament, you know. Um, You look at the strength of schedule, pretty much consists of just the entire Big 12 as the toughest schedule in the conference or in the league because they're all just going up against each other. So, yeah, I mean, it's just – there's no weak spots. There's no easy games, days off when it comes to the Big 12, and I think OU has recognized that. Justin Martinez from the Oklahoma and talking Sooners basketball as they host the Bears tomorrow afternoon uh, at Norman. Hey, Justin, we appreciate you getting up early with us and taking some time. Have a great Friday and enjoy the game tomorrow. I appreciate it. You have a good one. There he goes, Justin Martinez with us here on Game Time. Big game for both teams, huge game for the Bears to try to steal another one on the road and keep that win streak alive right now, Ryan. Yeah, absolutely, and you just want to keep that going, especially with the start that the Bears had, 0-3, now winning three straight. To get to go from 0-3 to a chance to get a winning record in conference just like that, huge for the Bears. Yeah, four-game win streak and, and that momentum going into a big game on Monday. I you know that's I think that's one of the biggest hurdles is don't go in there and be lackadaisical and be thinking about Monday. There's only one objective when you step off the plane in Norman and that's take care of the Sooners, take care of them handily, and then get back home, get that walkthrough, and get ready for Big Monday hosting the Jayhawks of Kansas. And and, and I'm sure that that's the approach, the good thing for the Bears. Defense travels, and that's what they'll hang their hat on tomorrow. Yeah, in Big 12, you just got to take it game by game, you know, one game at a time, and that'll be that'll be the key for them, especially on the road against an OU team that, again, is not playing up to their, you know, level that they're used to so it'll be huge for the bears to stay even keel get on the road and get that win coming up next ryan fox did you know here on game time on espn central texas 
Scott Drew and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Bears and the Sooners this Saturday from Norman. 2.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 3 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Baylor Bear Basketball with Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Right here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Sparkle into the new year with DMRA Fine Jewelers. Now through January 31st, take up to 60% off during the DMRA January clearance event and save big on pieces from your favorite brands. New year, new jewelry at the DMRA Fine Jewelers January clearance event. Shop and save now at DMRA Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Listen to Game Time online at CentexSportsFan.com. Are you looking for an air conditioning and heating company that is family-owned and operated and offers honest and fair pricing? Haddix Heating and Air specializes in residential installation, service, and new construction for homeowners throughout Central Texas. They service all makes and models and offer free estimates. Check out their five-star ratings and Google reviews. Haddix Heating and Air, 254-301-5373 and on Facebook. Member Better Business Bureau, licensed T. ACLB 106271E. Don't miss the premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Over 600 tables of guns, knives, ammo, and accessories. Everything you can imagine, whether a first-time buyer or looking for that special piece to add to your gun, knife, or military collection. They have what you're looking for. Visit their website, wacogunshow.com, or call 817-732-1194. The premier gun show in Waco at the base at Extraco Event Center this weekend only. Kick off 2023 with a bang at the Start Something New sales event. Get up to $2,500 in total values and 1.9% for 72 months on all new 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Limiteds. That's right, 1.9% for 72 months plus rebates. Deals are available across our entire inventory. Remember, if you don't see what you want, we can build your custom dream vehicle today. The Start Something New sales event is happening now at Allen Samuels in Waco. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Welcome back to Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Worldwide for Ryan Fox along with you here on this TGIF. Time now for Ryan Fox. Did you know some trivia or 
some fun facts to get your Friday going. A bit of everything here in today's edition, Ward. Uh, we'll start uh, with the wild card weekend thing brought with Brock Purdy. He has a chance to be in rare company. He al- he already is in rare company. He went with the wild card win last week uh-huh. against Seattle. He became the lowest drafted rookie quarterback ever to win a playoff game as Mr. Irrelevant. And if the 49ers defeat the Cowboys this Sunday, he will only be the fifth rookie quarterback in NFL history to lead his team to the conference championship. Can you name the other four? Oh, boy. Uh, No, I can't. The first one to ever do it was in 1999 with the Buccaneers. Sean King was the first rookie quarterback. (laughs) Okay. And then the next one to do it, 2004 with the Steelers, Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. And then 2008 with the Ravens, Joe Flacco. Mm -hmm. And the last one to do it happened in 2009 when Mark Sanchez did it with the New York Jets. Wow. Talk about irrelevant quarterbacks. (laughs) Yeah, but he would be the fifth rookie quarterback in NFL history to lead his team to the conference title. And also, did you know that today is Buzz Aldrin's 93rd birthday? Wow. Born this day in 1930 in Montclair, New Jersey, one of the first two men to walk on the moon alongside Neil Armstrong in the 1969 Journey to the Moon. I remember seeing that. You saw it on TV? Mm Mm-hmm. They had like a live broadcasting in real time. Yes. Them on the moon. That's awesome. Yes. And did you know that today is also the late, great Johnny Oates' birthday? Oh, Johnny Oates. Born this day in 1946 in Silva, North Carolina. He was a catcher in Major League Baseball from 1970 to 1981. Played with the Orioles, Braves, Phillies, Dodgers, and Yankees. And he was a manager in Major League Baseball from 1991 to 2001, including a what was that a four-year stint with the Rangers, yes. where, where he won three American League West titles, the first three mm-hmm. in franchise history for the Rangers, as well as their first three playoff appearances. He compiled a record of 506 and 47 and 476 with the Rangers and won 1996 American League Manager of the Year. And that year where they won their first divisional title in franchise history, the Texas Rangers retired Johnny Oates jersey number 26 in 2005, and he was only the second Ranger in team history to have his uh, jersey retired, the first being Nolan Ryan Mm -hmm. uh, a few years before that. And then did you know that also is today's Nick Foles 34th birthday? Nick Foles. Born this day in 1989 in Austin, Texas. NFL quarterback. Austin Westlake High School. Austin Westlake, Super Bowl 52 MVP, played at Austin Westlake, played college football at Arizona, drafted in the third round of the 2002 NFL Draft to the Philadelphia Eagles. He is one of three Austin Westlake alumni to win a Super Bowl. Can you name the other two? Oh, boy. That would be... Saints quarterback, Drew, uh, I have a brain lock. Drew Brees. Brees, yeah. Drew Brees is one. Can you name the other? To win a Super Bowl. I cannot. If it helps, he is not a quarterback. Oh. This man is a kicker. Well, I don't know. Justin Tucker. Oh, he's from Austin Westlake. From Austin Westlake. And he is the 
uh, he being Nick Foles, is the only player in NFL history to throw for and catch a touchdown in the Super Bowl in one game. So the throwback special. The, f- the Philly, Philly Philly. Yep. The Philly special. Only, right. only player to catch and throw a touchdown in one Super Bowl. So there you go. Yeah. And he's was a backup doing it. That was the Super Bowl as a backup. Would you say that's the most improbable Super Bowl run in NFL history? Um, yeah, I guess it could be. I mean, you you look up and you got a backup quarterback dragging them through the playoffs and getting them to the Super Bowl and winning it. Yeah, probably, maybe so. Super Bowl MVP in that game as well in Super Bowl Fifty Two. Uh, great career so far. For Nick Foles, he's the backup now at Indianapolis. Yeah, he's made a made a good career of being a backup quarterback. Yeah, I mean, basically a backup quarterback winning the MVP of the Super Bowl got him paid pretty well as a backup quarterback too. Yeah. So all to, right. So happy birthday to Nick Foles, Johnny Oates, and Buzz Aldrin. Johnny Oates, the Red Shoe Rangers. Man, and that was a fun team. All right, there you go. Did you know with Ryan Fox here on Game Time, sneaking up on the eight o'clock hour coming up. From Niners Nation, Rob Stats Guerrero. We'll talk Niners and Cowboys next on Game Time. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody is covering check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, heading into a busy weekend in the spring here in Baylor Athletics. We'll give you the rundown on all the activities coming up on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Drop the great selection of new cars and trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Say big during the Big Finish Sales Event on new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Trucks with total values of up to $7,250 and no payments for 90 days. First responders get $500 in bonus cash. Come see why Ram continues to win awards every year. If we don't have what you want in stock, we'll custom build the truck of your dreams and order it today. Hurry in for some of the best deals of the year on Ram Trucks at Allen Samuels in Waco. Oh, her first word. Mama. Then, before I knew it. Mom! Soccer practice, art club, driver's ed, dating, graduation, five years of college. Mom, this is Ted. Wedding bells and suddenly. Life fast forwards. Keep up with Texas Farm Bureau insurance and protection that changes with your auto, home, and life needs. It's the right coverage for any moment. Because moments worth covering are never accidents. Get a free review of your current policy. Call 877-FARM-BUREAU. Discounts may vary by situation. The newly remodeled Baylor Bookstore on campus is your go-to location for the absolute latest in Baylor Nike gear. Shop in person on campus at Bruce's Locker Room at the stadium or online at BaylorShop.com. Howdy, Jack Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no, a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast or even a bear yourself, join me and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back. It is a relatively busy weekend here in the spring. 
Of course, men's and women's basketball still going, but tennis and track and field getting going as well. Today, Baylor men's tennis takes on William and Mary on the road. That is a lead-in to a matchup with defending national champion and top-ranked Virginia coming up on Sunday. Both matches for Michael Woodson and Baylor men's tennis on the road. Tomorrow, Baylor track and field runs at the Martin Luther King Invitational all day in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Women's tennis, a couple of matches at home versus Houston and UT Rio Grande Valley. And Baylor men's basketball on the road in Norman to take on the Oklahoma Sooners tomorrow. We're on the air at 2.30, tip off at 3 here on ESPN Central Texas Television tomorrow on ESPN2 as the Bears look for their fourth consecutive win in Big 12 play. Sunday, Baylor women's basketball back in action, hosting 25th-ranked Texas in the Farrell Center. On the air at 3.30, tip-off at 4 Sunday for Baylor women's basketball versus Texas. Television Sunday on ESPN2. And a peek ahead to Monday as well, Baylor women's tennis. Couple of home matches on Monday, hosting Rice and DePaul. Baylor men's basketball back in action Monday, Big Monday in the Big 12, hosting the Kansas Jayhawks in a whiteout at the Farrell Center. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Have a great and safe weekend. Talk to you tomorrow from Norman and have more Monday. I'm John Morris. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. And welcome back to game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Worldwide's Ryan Fox along with you here on this TGIF. Slipping past the 8 o'clock hour. Joining us now from Niners Nation Talk Cowboys and Niners, Rob Stance Carrera. Rob, thanks for getting up early with us and talking some 49ers. And for the 49ers and Mr. Irrelevant, I guess you can still call him that if you want to, but I, I think he's kind of shed that skin a little bit. But Brock Purdy on the magical run does he have enough left in the tank to continue this to the NFC championship? I think he does. And the most encouraging part about it is he really missed a lot of open guys against the Seahawks and they still put up 41 points. I I think really what you can say about Brock is he's making the open plays that Kyle Shanahan is dialing up for him. So that's what's encouraging as a 49er fan. It's not like he's, he's constantly making all these Patrick Mahomes-level plays. It's just there's an open guy, and Brock's getting in the ball. When you look at what he's been able to do, and you've seen it as well as anybody out there, for Brock Purdy, it's kind of like what – what I've been saying all along for Dak Prescott in this offense and even going back to when Dak Prescott was out, if Kellen Moore keeps it simple, stupid, they're a better football team because of the fact that that's just a better way to run. Is that what Shanahan has been able to do with Brock Purdy? Just keep it simple and not get too complicated for him right now? I think that's the case. And and the good thing about the 49ers is that they have so many good weapons out there for him that you don't need a complicated game plan. It's basically get the ball out of your hands and get it to somebody because no matter who catches it, whether it's Ayuk or Kittle or Debo or Christian McCaffrey, somebody can make a great play. So just don't screw it up and we'll be fine. How much has this offensive line helped them 
as the backup quarterback has come in on your third quarterback right now, but the offensive line being stable and giving whoever's back there calling the signals enough confidence to get it to the playmakers? It's been huge for the 49ers, not only in the passing game, but also in the rushing game. And that was a big question for the Niners going into the season because they replaced the entire interior of their offensive line. Left guard, center, and right guard were all new this year. And that was my big worry going into the season was how are those guys going to hold up? And they have been absolutely fantastic for San Francisco. And it's helped in the passing game, like you said, no matter who the quarterback was. But really in the running game towards the end of the year down the stretch, they have they are really working in sync right now. And it's been a huge help with, like you said, your third string quarterback in there. On the defensive side for the 49ers, and a lot of folks are saying this may be the best defense in the playoffs. What makes that statement true? Well, first of all, they can get pressure with their front four. Uh, and a lot of pressure and immediate pressure. So that means they got seven guys on the back end that can cover, including the, what I think is the best linebacking core in the league with Fred Warner, Dre Greenlaw, and Aziz Alshire. So if you can get pressure with your front four and leave seven in coverage, that makes it really, really difficult on quarterbacks to move the ball down the field. The only area where I think Dallas could have success is throwing the ball deep because everybody knows Dak can chuck that thing deep the 49ers have given up eight touchdowns of 50 yards or more so far this year. That's the most in the league. So if, if Dak can get a little bit of time, there's going to be opportunities for him to make plays down the field. Has the leadership of this football team helped Brock Purdy get through where he's at right now? I think you have to say yes. I mean, you're talking about, first of all, a veteran team. I believe they're the second oldest team by average age in the playoffs. They're talking about a team with a ton of playoff experience. Basically, all of them have a lot of playoff experience. And I think that was part of the message to Brock when he took over was, hey, we got you. We will support you. Don't worry about doing too much. Don't think you've got to be Superman out there. We will have your back. And I think you've seen that. And they've all picked up their play since Brock took over. Rob Stats Guerrero with us here from Niners Nation talking 49ers and Cowboys. You can hear that game right here on ESPN Central Texas, or excuse me, over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, because the Baylor game over here uh, on Sunday, Baylor women. But for the 49ers, how much has the acquisition of Christian McCaffrey helped this football team, not only physically, but mentally as well? It completely changed the season. I don't know that there's been a more impactful midseason acquisition in the last 10 years in the NFL than Christian McCaffrey. Even when Jimmy Garoppolo was in there, I, it gave him such a valuable and effective checkdown option that the one thing it did was it cut down on the turnovers on offense because the quarterback didn't have to force the ball into coverage. They would just dump it off to Christian McCaffrey and he could get five, six, seven yards and keep them ahead of the chain. Christian McCaffrey has completely changed the offense. They were scoring 22 points a game before Christian McCaffrey. And after Christian McCaffrey, they were up around 30. And right now they've scored 37 points in their last four games. So he has completely changed this season. The whole offense goes through Christian McCaffrey. Do you think there's some truth to Brock Purdy where he's at right now is you know, sometimes you look at a guy that's out there playing like his hair is on fire because he doesn't know any better. He's just not thinking about it. He's just going out and reacting. 
Could that be the case with Brock Purdy right now? He just doesn't know any better, so he's being successful. That is the one thing that has really been surprising, is that he doesn't seem flustered by anything. The poise that he has played with has been really impressive because you could make the argument that there is a ton of pressure on him, right? They are a veteran team, like I talked about. They are a team with Super Bowl or bust expectations coming into the beginning of the year. So you could easily see a situation where a 23-year-old kid gets in there and is, is thinking, oh, my goodness, I can't. I have to be perfect. I can't ruin this opportunity for all these guys. And yet he has come in and he just, like you said, maybe he doesn't know any better or he just doesn't care. I don't know. But he looks comfortable back there, which is not something that you would expect from a guy that was the last pick in the draft in April. Rob Stascarero with us from Niners Nation talking 49ers Cowboys coming up on Sunday. And for this defense, Nick Bosa has kind of called out this defense and says we need to play with more intensity. Is that really needed for this 49ers, or is that just Nick Bosa trying to make sure that they stay 100 complete focused in this game? Honestly, I think what he meant by that is, remember, the 49ers clinched the division early in the year with about three weeks to go. They won in Seattle, and that clinched the NFC West. And I think that's an unfamiliar position for the 49ers because they were used to going down to the last game in the regular season just to fight to get into the playoffs. And so I think, you know, kind of human nature takes over, and they sort of lost a little bit of intensity down the stretch. And we even saw that in the first half of the Seahawks game last week. They just weren't quite playing, like he said, with their hair on fire. I think it took a half of football for them to say, oh, yeah, this is the playoffs. This is our lives on the line. We have to sort of flip that switch again. And they did in the second half of that game. But I think Bosa's comment this week was just a reminder that, hey, we can't afford to go out there for 30 minutes and not play at our absolute best. We have to be ready to go and we have to play like they played against the Cowboys last year in the playoffs when they were swarming all over the field, and I expect them to do that this week. Yeah, do you take anything away from that playoff game last year with the Cowboys, or is this two totally different teams? I, I know that it, you know, from Cowboys' side of things, they're talking about, hey, we got to make up for last year. That's on our mind. We've been thinking about it all year for 365 days. Now's our chance do the 49ers have any thought of last year, or is that just something that really doesn't matter to them at this point? Well, I think for the 49ers, I look at it like we were in control of this game last year. Up until Jimmy Garoppolo threw a terrible interception in the second half of that game, the 49ers, I believe, were up 23-7 to in the third quarter, something like that. They controlled the game, and all of a sudden, they let the Cowboys get back into it and have a chance at the end. So if I'm the 49ers, what I look at is, hey, we went into their house and pushed them around last year. We dominated, and then we let them get back in the game. So we know we can beat them physically. Let's go out there on Sunday and play a full 60 minutes and leave no doubt. What is the biggest concern for the 49ers that you're hearing with this Dan Quinn defense of the Cowboys? How could it not be number 11 for the Cowboys? I mean, he is one of maybe a handful of just absolute game wreckers on every single play. And Kyle Shanahan has been able to scheme around guys like that in the past. He's been very good at sort of neutralizing Aaron Donald with the Rams, who's obviously a great player as well. But 
all it takes is one or two plays. We saw it with the 49ers last week against the Seahawks, getting a huge strip sack against them in the third quarter that totally changed that game. I think this is going to be a close game. And in those games, game or not, Micah Parsons has the physical ability to overcome those sort of obstacles. And he might get a couple shots on Brock Purdy that could change this game. Rob, what are your keys for the 49ers going into this game on Sunday? First, take care of the football. They have been very, very good this year at not giving the other team the ball. They lead the NFL in turnover differential this season. You have to take care of the football. Number two, you have to be able to run the ball. The whole offense functions at its best when the running game is going and Kyle Shanahan can just gash you with chunk play action plays. Those only work when the running game is at its best, but you have to get that ground game going if you're San Francisco. Is this team built for a Super Bowl run? I think they absolutely are. Even with Brock Purdy, everything else is there in place for them. They have a defense that takes the ball away. They have an offense that can make big plays. If they need to win a high-scoring game, they can do that. These windows do not come along very often. And I know it's you know your third-string rookie quarterback, but when, when you're this good, you're only going to get so many bites at the apple. They can do it. Now we have to see if they will do it. For this game coming up on Sunday, everybody from Monday night knows the woes of special teams for the Dallas Cowboys and their kicking situation. What does special teams look like in this matchup? Could this game come down to special teams play? It absolutely can. And the 49ers have had very good special teams play this year with Ray Ray McLeod. He's been one of the most effective returners in the league. And I'm knocking on wood. I don't want to jinx anybody, but... Robbie Gold is the only kicker in NFL history that has never missed a postseason kick in his career. Field there you go. You just jinxed him. <laughs> I know. I didn't want to say it, but you brought it up. So <laughs> if it comes down to that, I mean, you have to feel good if you're a 49er fan. Absolutely. Rob Stascarero, Niners Nation, with us here on Game Time on this Friday morning. Hey, Rob, we appreciate you getting up early with us. Thanks for the insight on the 49ers. Have fun at the game, and we'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. You bet. There he goes. Rob Stats Guerrero as the 49ers and the Cowboys. Did that change your mind any? Nah. <laughs> You're still riding with the blue. I am. All right. It'll be tough. It'll be tough, huh? Very tough. All right. Going with the Cowboys. All right. Don't forget our CNC Collision Center text line uh, as the question of the day is if Dak Prescott gets the Cowboys to the Super Bowl, even if he doesn't win it or if he wins it, does that put him in the rare air of elite quarterback status in the NFL? We'd love to hear from you. Uh, This coming from Hector from Waco. Did you know all four current AFC teams are on winning streak of five games or more? So, in essence, one of those teams will go – this year's Super Bowl on a winning streak. Well, very good. Did not actually know that. Um, let's see. Also coming in, Buzz is almost as old as Tom. That's from Justin. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Talking about birthdays just a few minutes ago. <laughs> so that's very nice, Justin. Uh, let's see. From the 254. Drew Brees, yes, we came up with that. Took a took a second, but thank you very much. Once again, 
Do you think Dak Prescott is an elite quarterback if he gets the Cowboys to the Super Bowl and wins it? Does that put him in that rare air? It is 15 minutes past the hour of 8 o'clock on this TGIF. Coming up next, Stephanie. She'll join us with some insights to the sports world. That's next on Game Time. Recently on the John Moore Show. John Denton with us, longtime color analyst for TCU. Well, you know, the pressure's been on us for a couple of years, Johnny, since uh, you and uh, Baylor basketball team won the national championship. I mean, we at TCU had to do something. I'm running out of time. So I think yeah, you are. Like, if, if we're going to do it, it needs to be this year. There you go. The Voice of the Bears, John Morris, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. How pain turned an avid outdoorsman into a frustrated indoorsman. Meet Ron. I was always active, fishing, swimming, hiking. Until his flat feet brought it all to a grinding halt. It is sharp pain shooting up your leg to your back. And the pain was just the beginning. When you're hurting, you can't move. So I ended up being a couch potato and my health declined. Fortunately, Ron had someone in his corner. My wife said, that's it. I'm going to take you to the Good Feet store where he was personally fitted for arch supports. I took one step, there was no back pain. I took another step, no knee pain. And after my second step, I went into my good feet dance. Today, he's grateful to be back in the great outdoors. I feel like a new person, thanks to the Good Feet store. See for yourself how arch supports can help you. Stop by for your free fitting or schedule one at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Are you looking for an air conditioning and heating company that is family-owned and operated and offers honest and fair pricing? Haddock's Heating and Air specializes in residential installation, service, and new construction for homeowners throughout Central Texas. They service all makes and models and offer free estimates. Check out their five-star ratings and Google reviews. Haddock's Heating and Air, 254-301-5373 and on Facebook. Member Better Business Bureau, license TACLB 106271E. Are you paying more than you need to for your car? Have you considered a refinance to save money? Refinancing can get you a lower interest rate and as a result, decrease your monthly car payment, freeing up cash for other financial obligations. Learn about refinancing today at Genco. Then save even more by skipping your payments for the first 60 days, only from Genco Federal Credit Union. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union. So many chores and so little time. If you feel this way too, WC Tractor is here to help. We've bundled up the most popular new Kubota tractors with the most popular implements and created ready-to-go Kubota packages for your convenience. Stop by any of our Kubota locations and take a test ride in our new affordable Kubota L3302. Neatly packaged with a loader, cutter, box blade, and trailer. Think of all the tasks you can conquer with a new Kubota tractor package. Come by or visit us online at wctractor.com. 
Hello everyone, Brian Reese here, General Manager, Harley-Davidson of Waco. I'd like to thank all of our loyal customers for an incredible 2022 and wish all of our ESPN Central Texas audience a very happy 2023. To say thank you, I'd like to invite you to come into my store, mention the ESPN Central Texas advertisement, and I will hook you up with an incredible opportunity on any brand new 2022 Harley-Davidson motorcycle in stock. Again, ask for Brian Reese and I will get your knees in the breeze. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced Leveling Foundation, Myatt Fuels, Mission Golf Cars, and Asco Equipment in Belton. Welcome back to game time here on this Friday morning. Joining us now in studio, <laughs> Stephanie, as she has the wide world of sports at her fingertips. <laughs> Sounds so wonderful, doesn't it? <laughs> so, happy Friday. Happy Friday to I, you. I was hoping you I'd... Look, do you look forward to Fridays? Do you count down the days to I Friday? Yes. Sometimes. This week, this, I have. This week, yes. This <laughs> week, yes. I don't know what happened this week, but I've been busy. Yeah. But it just seems like it took us a month to get to Friday. <laughs> I was <just laughs> like, wow. And I woke up this morning so disappointed that there was no snow on the ground. Oh, my. <laughs> I'm wishing... I'm wishing. You know, no snow, but it's cooler today. It is cooler. It is cooler. But but I, I think your prediction on snow next week is gone down the tubes. <laughs> well, I don't I mean, I haven't seen it anywhere. I think you might have been looking at like Chicago or something. No, they <laughs> said possibility you, you, of wintry conditions. To me, that means, oh, here comes snow and ice. Well, Wintery conditions. I mean, you might have been enjoying yourself a little too much and got on the wrong station. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it was just fake news. <laughs> uh, hey, NFL games coming up this weekend. We did our picks. I'd like to know your picks coming up. Yes. Okay. Jaguars and Chiefs. Uh huh. I'm gonna go Chiefs. Okay. Fair enough. Giants and Eagles. Mm, I'm gonna go Eagles, but I think it's gonna be a really close game. I agree. I think All it's right. gonna be a close game. I agree. Bengals and Bills. Now, this one is tough for me because, you know, the Bills want to win for obvious reasons, right? right? But the Bengals, they they look good. Best team in football right now. They look good. So, I hate to do this, but I'm going to pick the Bengals. All right. You're you're not not alone. We we both did too. Okay. But I do think it's going to be, it's going to be a battle. Okay. Yes. I think it's going to be a battle. That might be the game of the weekend. Probably. 49ers and Cowboys, I'm going to go 49ers. Ooh. And I'm not going to the Waffle House twice if I lose, Ryan. <laughs> yes, you are. You still have to do it once. Ugh, ugh. I'd rather do Denny's or IHOP. Great use of Waffle House. Got to. Well, you know. Waffle House. You know, I've been keeping you all so much knowledge this week <laughs> and fun facts. <laughs> so much knowledge. No. And fun facts. Well, you didn't know about all these musicians that are athletes out there, did you? I, I guess not. <laughs> oh, this, this is a greatness from the 254. <laughs> they just sent us a screenshot of the Waffle House menu. Oh, God. Oh, man. What's on there? Let me let me get a cheesesteak hash brown bowl. Uh, that that oh. that's on there. Yeah. I, that's my go-to, man. A cheesesteak hash brown bowl. Either that or the cheesesteak melt. And oh, you got, and you got why it. would you get cheesesteak going to the Waffle it's, it's, House? Let me finish. What is wrong with let you? Let me finish. Oh. I also get a waffle. Okay. Oh. A cheesesteak. A chocolate chip waffle. A cheesesteak. <laughs> Big kid. A bowl. <laughs> is there eggs in it? Well, it's it's it's, it's like the hash browns, the scrambled potatoes, and you can throw in eggs. 
You can throw in whatever you want, but I get the cheesesteak one. I'd be th- I know what I'd be throwing. Get their cheesesteak, Ward. You're clowning me. No cheesesteak for me. Oh, there it's I, fantastic. If I had to choose from see, I don't I wouldn't do a bowl anyway. I'm not I'm not a bowl oh. guy. Yeah. But I would do sausage if you twisted my arm. Gross. I just like I don't I don't I, even I like don't hash browns, so oh. how do you not like hash browns? I don't. Browns? Do you like French fries? Every once in a while. Oh. When my man orders French fries, I'll take one or two of his. But okay. it's not my like. Oh, I want some French fries. I'm the kind of person that's like, ooh, I want some carrot sticks. You know. Is Stephanie more the thrill of the victory or the agony of defeat? Oh, I'm the thrill of the victory, baby. What are you talking about? <laughs> Thanks, grumpy old fan. Get her started. All right, what do you got today? All right, so you know, I was reading some articles and surfing the Googles. Get this. <laughs> ESPN actually did a story documentary mm-hmm. a while back about professional athletes that go broke. There's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah. did, I did, this kind of shocked me, really. I mean, I know that there's some that do. We talked about that the other day. But over 78% of professional af- athletes fall on financial hardship shortly after they retire. So I dug in deeper. Get this. 60% of NBA players go broke within five years of their retirement. Mainly, they don't know how to manage their money. They don't know how yeah. to manage their money. They're used to spending it like crazy. They but, do but, spend but, it like crazy. Mm-hmm. And divorces and kids. Ah. That is the name. That's really the number one. And then, second, of course, just show off spending money. So, the money. moral of the story if you play NBA basketball, don't get married. Exactly. Or earn all your money first so she don't take it. <laughs> That's why. Marry her after your career. That could be the moral of a lot of stories. I know. Get this. Which this was, um, I, th- I thought this was kind of low, but 16% of NFL players are bankrupt within 12 years of their t- retirement. Okay. I, so, six. this is high. 68% of MLB baseball players go broke in five years after retirement. Wow. Gosh. That's a lot of, I mean, they get paid a lot of money. Well, they all do. Well, yeah, but I mean, if I'm making $43 million a year. Well, okay, not, all of, not all of them make $43 million a year. No, some of them may, are making well, $180 million a year. Okay, so if you're looking at it, though, the reason why that number is so high is because probably the ones that are going broke are the ones that are at the bottom tier of the payroll. So, therefore, let's look at that for a second. If you're still at the bottom tier, okay, let's just say I'm on, I'm a kicker for the Cowboys, you know, making three million and well, they, they, I get they, let go. They because, may not make three million. Okay, but let's just. What's the base salary in NFL and base salary in MLB? Look that up. Okay, so I'm at base salary, okay, and I'm still in the millions? No, for, you're not in the millions if you're at base salary. No, you're like. Please. Okay, well, let's say I'm making $500,000. Okay. All right. That, okay. I, and it's probably a little bit more than that. I, I would say base in the NFL, I, I really don't know, but I would say it's probably 600 something Possibly. maybe. Possibly. Maybe. In the NFL, it's 660000 Okay. Still trying to find the MLB. MLB. Okay, so 660000 I'm That's, getting paid. Yeah, okay. sure. Now, I don't care if I have 660000 or I have $60 million. Number one. You got to know how to manage your money. It, exactly, but I'm not going to. A lot of these guys will go find someone, a financial advisor, to handle their money. Right. No, I ain't nobody touching my money. Well, well, when you get to that amount, you probably need somebody. Yes, my accountant just to do my taxes. But I mean, uh, uh-uh. 
the the base salary in Major League Baseball is five hundred and seventy thousand. So six six hundred. And I would say you know those numbers are skewed a little bit because Probably. that's the lower end that are that's the that's the that minimum. are not managing their money correctly. Right. Yeah, that's the minimum. Yeah. I don't know. I wouldn't want. But anyone there is to... some out there that have made the figures you're talking about that have completely I've, let me give imploded. you exactly. Yeah. Let me give you an example. Here we go. All right, Mike Tyson. Mm-hmm. Over $400 million he earned boxing, right? By 2003, he had to declare bankruptcy. Well, he bought too many tigers. <laughs> yeah. He had a zoo in his backyard. Um, okay. Evander Holyfield. Mm-hmm. Didn't know this. Lost an ear. Oh, that's right. He did. He did. <laughs> that's, he did. Okay. He was making, he made over $250 million, right? He lost $10 million to a 54,000-square-foot, 109-room Atlanta mansion in a 2008 bank foreclosure, which tells me what? He spent his money, and he didn't make his mortgage payment. Right. So things like that, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Um, Vince Young, he uh, Mm -hmm. went bankrupt, and he made $4,500 million in salary, and he had to claim bankruptcy. So, I mean, these are and, just... And part of that, too, I would... I don't know, but I'm just guessing that some bad people got in their ear and said, you need to invest in this, and they did, and they disappeared. Plus, you've got all your... You surround yourself with not-so-good people. Exactly. And you're passing out money like candy. Exactly. And I call that show-off, you know... Uh, my daddy always told me that those who have money don't show off and they don't talk about it. And they're very frugal with their money. Those that are talking and showing off, they're probably in debt. And we've got examples here. Lawrence sure. Taylor. He didn't yeah. pay his taxes. He invested wrong. So, you know, if I'm making this money, I don't care if I'm an athlete, I'm a musician. One, I'm going to surround myself with good people who've been successful, mm-hmm. like Nolan Ryan. Look at him, John Elway. Mm-hmm. You know, people they made that, good investments. Yes. What's his name? We talked about the other day. Who owns 160 Wendy's and you know, mm-hmm. all over America and all these chilies. I mean, things like that that you know have a chance of succeeding. Um, and you surround yourself with good people. But I just thought that was really interesting yeah, about how it's, many. It's interesting and it's sad, right? It's really sad because you work so hard. You know, if I'm a baseball player like my son, right? Work so hard growing up. Through college, high school, then you make it to a level of that to finally get paid and do what you love, and then you lose everything that you work so hard for. Mm-hmm. That's just really sad. So the moral of the story today, people, Uh-oh. is no matter how much money you make, no matter what you do, surround yourself with good people, invest wisely, and make sure you make your mortgage payment. <laughs> and if you have a lot of money, make sure you have it before you get married. <laughs> <laughs> Why they or go, marry the right person. Why they go broke is they start their career eating at Waffle House. <laughs> as they make money, they start going to eat breakfast at those places like Stephanie goes <laughs> from the 254. Stephanie don't really go anywhere. Stephanie stays home. Stephanie can cook, so I cook a lot. Stephanie I love preaching cook. on the prodigal son this morning. There you go. Oh, get out there. Grumpy old fan. Grumpy old fan. Well, anyways. So the moral of the story is keep if, your hand on your back pocket. I would. And I would, and if you're going to pick a financial advisor, Google them, go on the Googles, look at their reviews, see if they have reviews, see who their clients are, right? Yeah. I mean, you can tell by their clients if you hear a name, oh, like John Elway, okay, I'm going with this person.
<laughs> but personally, I would just let my man handle my finances because I'd make him sign so a prenup. If, <laughs> if, if, if you win the lottery tomorrow night, then you're going to. If I win the lottery tomorrow night, uh-huh. of course, I want to pay my taxes, pay that up front. And then I'm getting on a jet plane and you're not going to see me. I'll drop a few. Uh, I'll drop I'll drop a few thousand. I believe in when you've been blessed like that, you need to take care of people that you know who are in need, people in your community, nonprofit. So I would, right. you have to give half of it away is what I've been taught. Give half of it away? Okay, I ain't giving half, but I'll give a little. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right. Thank you, Stephanie. All right. See y'all Have Monday. a great weekend. You too. All right. Go 49ers. <laughs> no. Go 49ers? Wow. Boo. I know. I'm sorry. So you want the 49ers to win. It's not you just think they're going to win. I would like to see the Cowboys win. But, you know, I'm a Cowboy fan from old school when Aikman was there. Jimmy Johnson was there. Yeah, that's and, real old school. Well, it's, I guess you know, it is, isn't it? Well, wow. it is for me. <laughs> yeah, for Ryan it is. But, I mean, I'd like to see the Cowboys do it. I would. I just don't know if they can. But it depends on how 49ers QB does. I mean, he's on fire. Can he continue? Well, there you go. Go Keys 49ers. The from Stephanie. <laughs> All, right, All right. Y'all have a good Friday. Have a great weekend. There she goes, Stephanie. She'll be back with us on Monday. Coming up next, Kyle Yeoman. He'll join us. We'll get it from the Cowboys side of things as game time returns right after this. Nikki Collin and Baylor women's basketball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women hosting the Texas Longhorns Sunday afternoon in the Farrell Center. 3.30 for the countdown to tip-off. It's a 4 p.m. tip-off Sunday for Baylor, Texas Big 12 women's basketball. Join Derek Smith and Sophia Young-Malcolm for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams and Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash TexasOrtho. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The divisional round of the NFL postseason gets underway tomorrow with two games. Kansas City hosts Jacksonville at 3.30 and the Giants visit the Eagles at 7.15. Scott Drew takes his Baylor basketball team on the road to Oklahoma tomorrow. That game gets underway at 3 o'clock and you can hear the game on ESPN Central Texas. Both the MCC men and women are on the road Saturday at Collin. The Highlassies look to extend their 15-game winning streak, while the Highlanders hope to recover from their first conference loss. The PGA Tour is in California for the American Express. Davis Thompson shot a 62 in yesterday's first round to lead by two strokes over John Rahm and four other golfers. In the NBA tonight, the Mavericks are at home against Miami, and the Spurs entertain the L.A. Clippers. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Keep up with the NFL playoffs on ESPN Central Texas. And welcome back to Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas. Warren White's Ryan Fox along with you here on this TGIF. Joining us now from the Dallas Cowboys Network is Mr. Kyle Yeomans. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning, everybody. How's it going? Outstanding. Glad to have you along with us. Appreciate you spending some time with us here on this Friday. And for the Dallas Cowboys going into San Francisco, is there anything about the momentum that the Cowboys got coming out of Tampa Bay going into Sunday can the Cowboys carry momentum, or is this you have to step back, hit zero, and start over? Uh, I think it's a little bit of both. I, I think you rely on your instinct of momentum because right now you want to build off of that and you want to know confidence-wise that you're able to beat anybody in the league. And you showed that earlier in the year with a, a couple of big wins. You showed it. Uh, throughout the the regular season, and then of course last week in the 31-14 beatdown of Tampa Bay, you've you've shown and you've you've at least proven yourself that you can beat anybody in the NFL on on any given day. So the confidence level that needs to be in the back of the mind of everybody on the on the squad. But as far as the the reset button, I, I think you have to hit that a little bit as well each week and know that each week is a new challenge. It's a unique team. Uh, you're playing a, a more talented teams a, a, along the way, and it's only going to get a little bit tougher each time you win a ball game. So this team knows that it, it hasn't been in a conference title game in 27 years, but they also feel confident enough to where they can get after Brock Purdy. They can sort of limit 
these weapons and, and try and slow down what they bring to the table in order to actually get out there and be successful on Sunday. So it's a little bit of both to answer your question. I know that might be like a cop-out answer because <laughs> I think it, I think it is a little bit of both because you got to have the confidence, but you also got to know each week is a unique challenge. Some people are saying, Kyle, that there is the redemption factor from last year's playoff game, the wild card where San Francisco came in and manhandled the Cowboys at their house. Is there anything to that, or is that one of those that – you have to wad up and throw in the trash can because that's what I feel like. If you start worrying about what happened last year, you're already one step behind going into this game. Yeah, but you could also use it as motivation. I think if you're going into, let's say, quarter number one on Sunday night and you're, that's in the back of your head, then, yeah, that's probably a disadvantage. But all week long leading into this matchup, if you're whether you're at practice or you're uh, you're getting ready and you're watching film. I mean, the, the motivation of remembering what they did. I mean, think about how embarrassing it was to go out there at AT&T Stadium as the better team, the higher seed, and then your opponent walks out of the locker room with a boom box, and they're, they're just just walking with a little, little bit of a strut down the tunnel to take you on. Zero fear from San Francisco last year. They came in and they punched you in the mouth. That's that's what's on the mind of these these players at the moment. Now, is that the number one motivating factor? Absolutely not. But if it's a little bit of an advantage, I would say it would lean toward the Cowboys just because they they got beat last year in this game and they were not the more physical team. They're going to go out to San Francisco and they're going to be the more physical team, or at least they're going to attempt to be the more physical team, which I think could be a complete turn of events to what we saw in 2021. Cowboys are 3-2 and two versus the 49ers in road playoff games. Their last win, of course, was in 94 in the NFC Championship game. Does that have any effect on a game like this? The 49ers are three-and-a-half-point favorites. That's just home field, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Maybe a half a point for the non-home field side, but this is going to be an even matchup. And, and San Francisco is going to be loud. There's going to be a lot of fans. There's going to be a lot of Cowboys fans in the building, it will be a, a, a college-like environment. It's going to be a fun place to play. Uh, but when you look at the history, it's all great, and it's a great media story, and it's great for, for graphics and for videos and for hype and, and all sorts of stuff. But for the most part, these players don't care about what happened in 1994. I mean, a lot of these guys weren't alive in 1994, whenever the, the last time these two teams played in a, a – meaningful playoff game or at least a later in the the campaign playoff game what they care about was what happened last year and what's going to happen this year and this is a really really talented san francisco team that has a ton of versatile weapons you've got to find some sort of way to neutralize them that's what they're worried about as opposed to to who beat who back in 94 and where the history lies sure it's a cool storyline but these guys are locked in on, on what they need to take care of on sunday Kyle Yeoman's with us here on Game Time on this Friday morning, talking Cowboys 49ers coming up on Sunday. And Jason Peters still not able to practice yet. Is that concerning for this offensive line? I don't think it's as concerning as it would have been at, at a different point in the year because you got Tyler Biotish back last week. I actually anticipated Connor McGovern going to left guard and then Tyler Smith back at left tackle going into the game last week. So it was kind of a shock to hear Jason Peters was going to be at left tackle starting last week either way. So 
you just go back to what you've already seen. So it's the offensive line that played the majority of the back half of the schedule for you. Uh, and, and then Tyron Smith on the right-handed side or at right tackle. So I don't think it's as concerning. If anything, it brings you more continuity. The fact that Jason Peters is not available to start. Now, would you love to have him as a backup or as a swing tackle? Absolutely. Depth-wise, it'll hurt. But you're, you're also getting some guys back in that regard as well. Matt Farniak has opened up his uh, his practice window. There's a couple guys that are they're making their way back into being activated this week. So I, I think it, it hurts from a depth standpoint, but from an actual performance standpoint, I don't think it really swing, swings the, the needle a, a whole lot. Kyle, you know how I've talked about Kellen Moore in the past, and for Kellen Moore last week, I thought that he called a really good game, and going into that game, it was something that, you know, look, you don't need all the smoke and mirrors. You don't need to try to get too cute for Dak Prescott. Just keep it simple, stupid, and give him an opportunity to, to go out and play a relaxed football game. I felt like Kellen Moore did that. Can he do that two weeks in a row? I think he can, and I agree. I thought he was steady hand Luke all the way through, even after the first couple possessions didn't necessarily go your way. I thought he did a great job of keeping things kind of stored away for when they were going to fit better later in the game. I mean, his play calling this year has seen a significant increase in his success rate. So I'm really interested to see how he takes on San Francisco. This is a front seven that'll get after it as well. So if you can attack their secondary and not allow that, that front seven to get home, I think that's where you're going to have the majority of success. But I agree when things don't go right, which at some point they probably won't, San Francisco is going to take their lumps. They're going to get in there and make things tough on Dak Prescott. They're going to probably slow down the run. Very good team at slowing down opposing tailbacks. I think when things start going sideways, is Kellen Moore going to go sideways or is he going to continue to, to keep his level-headedness about him and, and move forward. That's the biggest question for me. Do I think he can do it? Absolutely. I think he's uh, now starting to be considered one of the better play callers in the, foot, uh, in the National Football League if he can continue to be consistent along the way. 49ers like to stay in that cover two and sometimes jump into that cover two cloud. How important is it for Kellen Moore and Dak Prescott to understand that and get the ball out quick, go to those quick slants? Make something happen on the scene with the tight end as quickly as possible. Yeah, I think you're going to try and attack the seams with Dalton Schultz again if they do go into that cover two. And, and I think it, you're going to have a big day for Jake Ferguson and Peyton shot as well. I think both of the rookie tight ends could maybe play a factor if, if that's the case. Also, don't be surprised if you see C.D. Lamb maybe over the middle of the field right around the hash marks. Uh, trying to attack the seams there if cover two is the thing. I I think we're going to see a little single high man. I think we're going to see a little cover one, cover three as well, because this this team likes to get up there and press on the outside too. And and I think against guys like CeeDee Lamb and T.Y. Hilton, Michael Gallup, they're going to want to get up and get hands on those guys because they're not the most physical in the bunch, but the speed-wise they are. So, if you're playing a cover two, you're going to allow some of those guys to, to utilize that speed. If you're playing single high and playing a little man, you can get up and press, disrupt the timing from Dak Prescott, and potentially have your, your front seven get home. So I think it's going to be a couple different looks. I mean, it's never the same look, it seems like, in the NFL nowadays. It's so complex on every defensive system. But if you see a little bit of cover uh, cover three, cover one, with that single high man look, uh, it's, it's going to be a fun back and forth to to try and decipher for Dak Prescott and some disguised coverages this week.
How important in your mind is it to get T.Y. Hilton and, and Gallup involved early in this game to maybe open up not only C.D. Lamb, but also open up the running game a little bit for this Cowboys offense? I think both of them are going to play a factor. I think getting C.D. Lamb the ball early is huge because every time that he's had a big game, he's had a couple of receptions in the first quarter or even more so than just a couple. Maybe he's had five or six receptions in the first quarter to try and get him the football and get him into some space. So I think either way, you want all of those guys to have some sort of impact. But if you're going to try and get one guy going, I think you would force feed CD lamb to try and get him the football and find him a little bit of space in the defense. If I had to pick one of the other guys, I want to see Michael Gallup start getting down the field and start making some contested catches. He, he had the touchdown last week, which is great. I thought he had more separation last week than he has at any point since he got back from injury. So if he can continue to create some separation, he may continue to see some, some solid targets from Dak and, and he can rely on 13 again, the way that he did prior to, to him getting hurt against Arizona last year. Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy on a magical run for the 49ers down to their third quarterback, but he's been able to be very successful. And one of the reasons what we just talked about Kellen Moore is, yeah. is Shanahan keeping it simple for him and letting him get it to the playmakers, not make it overcomplicated. How do the Cowboys knock him off his skates? I think they get to him a couple times early. And whether that's kind of like what I just said, with San Francisco, if, if Dallas wants to get their corners up and get physical at the line of scrimmage, have uh, a, Trayvon Diggs, Deron Bland. Last week, it wasn't Nashawn Wright. Maybe Nashawn Wright or Izzy McQuamu get up there and, and put hands on a right wide receiver, disrupt the timing just a tad. It'll allow Micah Parsons, Demarcus Lawrence, Lawrence Armstrong, Dante Fowler Jr., Oso Digizuic to get home. That front seven can at least rattle uh, a player like Brock Purdy because Purdy's been great. He's been he's taken the easy routes. He's taken what the defense has given him. Mike Shanahan's or I mean excuse me, Kyle Shanahan has done a great job of of really scheming up exactly what Purdy is going to look at, and that's over the middle of the field. So if you can disrupt the timing and maybe get after him, that's something he hasn't seen yet. He hasn't seen a defense with this team speed to this point. And I think you could force him into maybe some early turnovers, and especially if you don't, if you aren't able to do that, you turn around and you get in his face and make things tough and put a little pressure on him. He may end up cracking uh, and and not allowing to to have as much success as he has in in previous games. If you had to pick, do you take Brock Purdy out of the mix, or do you take Christian McCaffrey out of the mix? Ooh, that's a tough one because. I think I would say Brock Purdy because he's the most likely to, to create a turnover, to, to put it in the opponent's hands. And the only reason I don't say Christian McCaffrey is because, sure, if you can neutralize Christian McCaffrey and you don't neutralize Brock Purdy, you still have a Debo Samuel and a George Kittle and a Brandon Ayuk that yeah, can still get the football. Even Kyle Juszczyk has been a weapon out of them as a fullback uh, out of the backfield. So I, I think if you can take away Brock Purdy – he may not be the head of the snake, but he might be one of those middle pieces of the snake. So that way, then Debo Samuel doesn't have as much success. Uh, McCaffrey on the outside, Kittle. Uh, you can limit some of those other guys as long as you can take Purdy out of the game. Whereas if you, even if you limit McCaffrey, that's great, but you may have to limit five other guys in order to actually have some success on defense. If it comes down to it on Sunday evening and it's the kicking game, how much confidence does Kyle Yeoman have right now? 
You know, I, I actually do have some confidence. And we got to see the kicking competition yesterday. In, uh, in I don't even know if that, that's even the right word for it because they brought in Tristan Vizcaino off of the street, put him on the practice squad. But was he really going to take over for Brett Maher heading into a divisional round matchup? Probably not. But they kicked yesterday in a swirling wind that was 12 miles an hour in kind of a wind tunnel at the practice facility. And Brett Maher was perfect from PAT and further yesterday, made every single one of his kicks. Whereas Tristan Vizcaino missed a couple of his kicks and he missed them very poorly at that. So I think that's already, the decision's already been made. It's going to be Brett Maher heading into this weekend's matchup. But I think the confidence level is high in the locker room. And if their, their confidence level is high, then I think mine is, is as well, because they know where his head's at. They know what type of player he is and what his confidence level is. And I think it's a little bit higher thanks to hitting the PAT and then having a good week of practice. Kyle Yeomans with the Cowboys Network with us here on Game Time. Kyle, tell us how to find you on Sunday. All right, we get started 4 p.m. Central Time. Cowboys pregame live from the Star in Frisco. We'll be outside at the Tostitos Championship Plaza. So if you want to bring a jacket, come on, show up, show out. We'll have uh, the entire pregame coverage out there and then have some fun uh, postgame as well on Valley Sports Southwest and TXA 21. Also, you can find all of it on DallasCowboys.com. Should be a fun weekend, and I know Cowboys Nation's ready for a win. They've been itching for that conference title game for quite some time. Uh, hopefully they can get it done this weekend. Kyle, have fun this weekend. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you soon, man. All right, Ward. Thanks so much for having me. Talk to you next week. There he goes. Kyle Yeomans, Cowboys Network. That'll be a whole lot of fun out in front of the star. Kyle does a great job with the rest of the gang, uh, getting you ready for Cowboys, and then always some fun after a Cowboys win. Stay right there. Game time will continue. We'll put a bow on this one on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. So excited to have this gentleman on with us for the Round Rock Express, Mr. Mike Caps. Well, you've known me a long time, and and, <laughs> and you know that I, I prescribe myself to the theory that Rogers Hornsby had when somebody asked him, the late Hall of Famer, they said, what are you doing in the offseason? He said, I sit at the window, <laughs> and I watch seasons change, and I wish to hell baseball would get here quicker game time weekdays at 7 a.m on espn central texas serving central texas since 1943 pioneer steel and pipe has the same ownership same family operated business covering four generations and you're invited to drop by and check out their new location at 2003 south loop 340 highway 6 next to busby feet it's a new store but you'll find the same great customer service and the low prices that you've come to expect at pioneer steel and pipe the new location features a huge showroom with over 2,000 items, including all the do-it-yourself steel products you need, such as bolts, nuts, washers, and you'll find welding supplies, whatever your job might require. You can find it there. They also have a great selection of rebar and accessories, plus they now stock Sack Creek as well. Tradition and experience is what you'll find at Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their Central Texas largest structural pipe and metal building components distributor. Quality and reliability, Pioneer Steel and Pipe with metal roofing, and they stock a large variety of panels and colors to ensure your satisfaction when you pick out your roof. Pioneer Steel and Pipe with locations in Waco and Bryan, open Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 5, Saturdays 8 till noon, and 24-7 for you at Pioneer Boys 
Com. The story of the nurse and the foot pain that nearly brought him down. I feel like I'm giving people their lives back. Robert lived to take care of his patients, but he couldn't do it unless he took care of his foot pain. I have plantar fasciitis. It'll almost put you on your knees. That's how much it hurts. His own recovery started when he got fitted for arch supports at the Good Feet store. Now that I'm pain free, I can make these people feel better. Can't beat that. Stop by or schedule your free fitting at goodfeet.com. Stop by the Good Feet store in the Central Marketplace in Waco and now in Temple. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and We're Foundation Repair. We're probably not going to be able to do that last commercial on the air. No, I got in trouble. You are inappropriate. I didn't mean to. I know you're accidentally inappropriate. Well, it's, I was born this way. Yeah. Who's that girl that sings that? I have no idea. Okay, anyway. Y'all call us and remind me who sung that song, Born This Way. Born it. Anyway, why are we here? To tell people that we would be happy to come give them a free inspection for foundation repair. But it's cold. Yes. Do I have to be happy in the cold? No, you don't have Fix to. Fixitjimmy.com. Just call us. She'll make me show up. I wear my polar bear suit. 254-235-4922. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Attention farmers and ranchers. You want that person-to-person service with someone you know and trust to get your animals supplies to you and take the worry out cost effectively. That's where Agritech Animal Health with Chad Spitzer and his staff are all about. People you know and trust with over 100 years of combined experience in the animal health industry. From the heart of Texas to the Red River, they are there to service you with that personal feel and products you know and trust. Stop by and see Ashley at their Marlin location or give them a call to set you up and keep your animals in the game at 254-883-5500. It's Agritech Animal Health. In Cummins Bank wants you to be the first to know about our newest rewards checking account, Mars Rewards. Mars Rewards goes beyond any other debit card-based rewards program by giving you exponential earning potential. We even reward you when your referred friends open a Mars Rewards account and use their debit card. Open your Mars Reward checking account, use your debit card, and get paid. Visit InCommonsBank.com Mars to view complete account requirements and open your free Mars Rewards checking account today. In Cummins Bank, member FDIC. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed lighters, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Central Texas is your home for game time. The John Moore Show and the Matt Mosley Show. And welcome back to game time here on this Friday. Now is the weekend here? Almost. Okay. (laughs) Once I leave the building, then it will be. All right. Hey, thanks to Justin Martinez from the Oklahoma Hawking Bears and Sooners with us. Also, Rob Stats Guerrero from Niners Nation joining us this morning. And Kyle Yeomans from the Cowboy network uh, talking cowboys you still feel good about your cowboys i do all right i do i'll let you feel good yeah that might change by nine o'clock sunday evening then i'll just be wallowing in my sorrows (laughs) (laughs) don't forget bader oklahoma three o'clock tip right here on espn central texas coming up tomorrow afternoon the bader women will host texas at four o'clock inside the Farrell center and you can hear that game right here on espn central texas cowboys and 49ers divisional championship from santa clara california over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas, coming up as well. This afternoon, it's John Morris at 3, followed by Matt Mosley at 4, all right here on ESPN Central Texas.
Thanks for joining us here on this Friday. Go out and make it a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you on Monday. For Ryan Fox, I'm Ward Weintz. Until next time, so long, everybody.